No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Hello, Kevin. I know, that's why I said it right then. <laughs> I know, Kevin. That was a dick move, Bob. I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> Who's our guest this week? We don't have one. Oh, wow. Well, we met, I think, I don't know, somebody out there might be like, I thought I was supposed to talk to the Word Bros today. If that's you, then I apologize. Um, Ke- I don't know what happened. We got we've been so good at scheduling lately. Uh, we have a guest for next week because I thought we had a guest this week, but we didn't. So that's on us. Um, so this week it's just going to be Kevin and I chatting about God knows what, but it'll be fun. It'll probably be everything from wrestling to rap to comics and everything in between. Mm-hmm. All kinds that's of fun, st- all kinds of fun works. stuff. We also hit up our social media, which you can follow us at word bros podcast on twitter you can check that out if you had any questions you could ask and we got a few questions kevin i'm gonna ask you this is from our good friend mark deering who just celebrated okay. a birthday happy birthday mark deering happy birthday mark you great mark, mark deering wants to know kevin what is your favorite food my favorite food what's your favorite food kevin cuff i'll go first uh probably steak i would probably say steak i've been i've been keto and paleo for the last couple of years so uh, I probably eat a lot more steak now. Um, now, how do you like your steak cooked? Medium. Nice. How about you? All right, I'm a medium guy too. Yeah, I like it medium. I don't. I don't want it to be still mooing, but you know, it's it's got to be a little cooked. You know. Yeah, it's got to be a little cooked. I mean, I can do with a little pink. I like. I will eat steak pinker than medium, but my wife gets weirded out about it. Um, I we can. Had, I can eat rare, but it's it's not. My parents used to eat steak rare. Yeah. So um, it, it would be just bur- bur- barely singed on either side. Yeah. Um, that's how my parents used to eat it. Um, so when I started eating steak on my own in restaurants and stuff, I started ordering the next one up because I didn't mind it that way. But I thought, like, it should be a little more cooked, you know. And sometimes I like to do it at a restaurant, maybe do a little medium rare because sometimes they undercook it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, and what what's your s- – sauce of choice on your steak what do you like on your steak it just depends usually usually just plain i usually just have plain steak yeah um, i like a plain steak too yeah I, I mean i don't really mess with a one like that um every now and then i'll put it on there not i'm not opposed to it but um usually just a plain steak man all right yeah because if you if a steak is cooked and seasoned right you can it's eat gonna it taste great yeah. yeah it's gonna taste good yeah. yeah yeah what about you what's your favorite food I don't know if I guess if I had to say I guess it would just be pizza. Just pizza? I like pizza. I'm a pizza guy. I like the idea of pizza. Um What about Hawaiian pizza? For I love pizza. Hawaiian pizza. I am with you. 100%. I love Hawaiian pizza. Surprisingly, the um Papa John, not, yeah, the Papa John's Hawaiian pizza is fantastic. I agree. I agree. I, I enjoy it. I also like a white sauce Hawaiian pizza. I'll even do the Alfredo on it. It's good. Yeah, I'm a big pizza guy. I like cheese. I like, you know, there's a taco pizza that they have at a place here locally called Dewey's. 
Um, it's like a regional chain. It's just, it's, it's the, the best. Domino's taco pizza is great. Yeah. We had that at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, what about pickles on pizza for again? I've never tried that. I saw you and your girlfriend did that one yeah. time with the pickles on the pizza. I can't say, I can't say that my kids would eat that, but I'd try it. There's a place here called Bellissimo's that does it. Bellissimo. So yeah, that's a, that's a, that's where she got those from. And um, she didn't want to get a whole pie, so she just got a slices of that because she was like, I know you won't eat a whole pie with pickles on it. I was like, probably not. But, I mean, it's a change of pace. So yeah, I'll try it. I'll try it. It's hard to fuck up pizza. Yeah. even I don't think pickles can do that. You know, I like frozen pizza, much to my wife's chagrin, because I, <laughs> I can go through a phase where I'll just eat frozen pizza like nobody's business. Like... What's your frozen I, pizza of choice? And I've tried them all, and I gotta say, the best kind is Red Baron. Red Baron, yeah. Oh. As I mean, with with the with the DiGiorno's and the fancier ones, and all these different pizzas that they're out there, you know, like the California Pizza Kitchen, and like the Screaming Sicilians, and the the Rising Crust, Lower Crust, Pan Crust, all this stuff. For my money, the best kind is still Red Baron. I mean, it's a three dollar pizza, so that's not yeah. you know that's not bad. It's delicious, you know? and, and for three dollars, you're gonna get a decent pizza. I agree with you. They had um, the DiGiorno's like six bucks. It's double. I like. Yeah, the but crust it's not better. as good. I, I, the crust better. I like the crust better on DiGiorno. You get a little more crust. So like, I'm a crust guy when I eat pizza. So I want a little more crust. So I'll, I'll go with the DiGiorno Hawaiian frozen pizza every now and then. Yo. The Baron's doesn't make a Hawaiian. No, they make a supreme that's pretty good. Uh, the, the the of course pepperoni and cheese. Yeah. The Red Baron makes it's really hard to find, but they make a taco pizza. Oh wow, that is choice, but wow. it's really really hard to find. Okay, but yeah, probably uh probably pizza is my favorite food. It's a there simple go, Mark. it's a simple answer, but that's what I like. And happy birthday to you, Mark Deering. Mark, you're a great dude. Let's see, we got some questions because we have a Facebook group now um, called Bros of the Word Bros Podcast. You can join that and you'll get all the updates and stuff that we do for the Word Bros because I don't know if you know this, but we are trying to get nominated for Ringo. We are. We are trying. We're, I don't we're know. asking every week. You know? We're asking people to go to RingoAwards.com and vote for Metal Shark Bro for Best Humor Comic. We're not trying to get greedy and get like Best Writer or Best Limited Series no. or any of that shit. No. We, f- we figure that the, the herd will be pretty thin for humor comics, right? Yes. Like, you know. We're, we're hinging our bets on the fact that you didn't read a better funny comic during the plague. That's what we're yeah. hinging our bets on. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, like, we're not going to compete with Chip Zdarsky and his Daredevil run for best writer. We're not going to compete with, you know, any of this other stuff that's out there. But we think that we did a very good, funny book. So we want you to vote for Metal Shark Bro Volume 2 for the Ringo Awards for Best Humor Comic. That's what we want. That's all we're asking for. It's not a lot. I even made a video of how to do it. It's a pretty sweet little quick video. It's like a minute long. You can see it on our YouTube page. But yes, Metal Shark Bro Volume 2 Best Humor Comic. And how you do that is you go to www.ringoawards.com and vote for Metal Shark Bro. They'll ask you to write it in. Yeah. And you just and you just write in Metal Shark Bro Volume Two. Um, as I think it's Island of Misfit Bros. Is what. No, you don't even have to do that. Island. Yeah. Just put 
Metal Shark Pro Metal Shark Pro Volume Two, and that's it. And then hopefully that'll get us to where we need to be, and we can get nominated for a Ringo Award. Because Kevin and I have already decided that if we get nominated, we're going to dress up like Mace and Puffy from those videos back in the day with the red suits and stuff. Yeah, I got to get a red hat. But yeah, you got to get a red Yankee hat, and we got to get fake Rolexes, which in Baltimore probably wouldn't be too hard to find. <laughs> and we're going to go up there, and we're going to do, and we're going to do it, and we're going to do the thing. We're going to do. It. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, so we'll throw it up side to side. But yeah, so we're trying to get nominated for a Ringo Award. Um, it really wasn't our idea. A lot of the times I don't like to try these things because I don't want to fail because I know we won't get nominated for a Ringo <laughs> Award. So I don't even like to put forth the effort. And I know that sounds really bad because that goes against everything I tell my children. You got to try. You got to try. You may fail. But you know what? You're going to fail and it's okay. But for something like this, I don't want to make it look like we're actively pushing for something that's not going to happen. But we're going to actively push push for something that's probably, probably not going to happen. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, like you said, Kevin, how many funny books were out there this year? I mean, there were, it wasn't a funny year. I mean, it wasn't a funny year. Uh, I guess you could count like Jimmy old, the Jimmy Olsen book that fraction did with Steve Lieber is probably a funny book. Uh, maybe some of Kyle Stark stuff. Um, I'm sure there's some smaller press books that we don't know about that are funny, but I mean, Metal Shark Bro Volume 2, because I see some of these dudes with their lists, like, vote for me for here, 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 here. It's like, nah, son. We just want to be nominated for one thing. Yeah, nah, son. You gotta, you gotta focus. (laughs) You gotta hyper focus that shit like a laser. Don't, we don't don't vote for us for everything. Cause, no, I mean, we know we know that it's usually going to be some Marvel or DC guy that's going to win the top ones, and we're fine yeah. with that. That's okay with us. Like Tom King, humor. look, I want Tom King to have another award just as much as you do, guys. Okay, but I want us to have the Humor Book Award. That's it. Like Chip Zdarsky can have all his other awards. That's fine. But let us have the Humor Award. If Tom King wins another award, I'll just buy him a Camp Perry hat. Like, he'll get a Camp Perry. I mean, Tom King's going to win something for something because that guy's a talented dude. I mean, he is. I'm not I'm not arguing any of these facts. These are all facts. Yeah. These are all facts. You know, but... what? Us we, winning the Ringer Award, that, that's going to be the... No, 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 Kevin. I don't even want to be... I don't even want to win. I just want to be nominated. I just want to be... I just want to be nominated. Oh, so when they, when they just call our names at the nomination, that's when we stand up and we do the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show's over? Yeah. Because, okay. I mean, oh, we right, probably have to buy a ticket to get at the Baltimore Comic Con anyway because they're not going to give us a table. <laughs> I mean, if we're nominated, don't they have to? I don't know. If it's sold out, I mean, we'll just be waiting outside. <laughs> I can see that's our luck. We'll go be outside and they're going to have to come get us in our red jumpsuits. Well, so what we'll do is we'll set up a table outside. I know Zadarski did this one time, but we'll set up a table outside with our banner uh, Ringo nominated comic and we'll just sit outside and get people before they come in. Maybe well, we'll we can s- do that. Do it at like on. yeah yeah I don't know we'll figure we'll figure something out but yeah we, we want to be we we'll do it right where the line is we'll just set the table up right in the middle it'll be all awkward and stuff It'd be yeah great. yeah I'm in so yeah so nominate us for best humor comic Metal Shark Bro Volume Two and this kind of goes into Joey's question he asked this via the Bros of the Word Bros podcast page cons are slowly coming back are we going to see a Word Bro appearance at any soon and if so when and where. Um, no. <laughs> probably probably not for 2021. 2022, yes. 2022, yes. We're already talking about doing Heroes. We're going to try to do C2E2. We're going to try to get to... Uh, Emerald City. Emerald City. Try to do some of the bigger ones. We'll see what happens. I would like to get into some of the bigger ones. Do NYCCCCC. 
Um, but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, we'll definitely be at Heroes because that's a that's a good one. Um, we'll be at like Virginia Beat. We'll be at Tidewater Con because Federale, our boy Mike Federale, runs that one. So we'll be at that one. We'll be at a couple other ones at his shows. But I mean, you know, we're gonna try our best. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're gonna do as many as we can in 2022. But yeah. this year, this year, I don't think so. Not both of us. I, I, I was talking about. Well, unless, unless, we, unless we get Ringo nominated, then we have to do Baltimore. Wow. So, but that. So that's on you guys. So yeah. I'd say. I'd say, Joey, to answer your question, we are not planning 2021. If we get Ringo nominated, then we have to. It's. It's a requirement for us to be there to accept the Ringo Award. I like how you're already. I like how you're already accepting the award. Like we haven't even been nominated. We probably written my speech two years ago. I'm kidding. Can can I hear some of your speech? Then let me hear some of it. I'd like to thank uh, Walter for drawing the comic and Bobby for um, for for writing with me, even though I'm I'm an idiot at times. And I want to thank Chaz for editing stuff and um, and. Charlie and everybody at and James and everybody at Scout. All right, thank you. That's cool. Um, That's do we even if we win, do we get to give a speech or is it just get the hell out of here? I'm being stupid. I don't know. It's not. It's not a. It's not an Eisner, but right now we're just focusing on the Ringo Awards. Wait till we win an Eisner. You think this is? We're going to have like the biggest party with balloons and stuff. Well, first we have to get nominated. First we have to submit our stuff. Macy's. Yes, at the Macy's. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Yes, we're going to have like a big Metal Shark Pro float and everything. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, first, we, first we have to get nominated, and that means I'm, we have I'm to... Tr- totally joking. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. These are, these are pipe dreams here. And we, But you know what? We got dreams. We also have another question here. Let me get this one, too. This one is from our friend Dean um, okay. via, via the Word Bros Facebook page because we have a Facebook page and we now we have a group, so they're different. Um, this is via the, um, the Facebook page. This one is, since the action figure is in the works, are you aiming for an animated show? Oh, and man. I could say, uh, in all honesty, we're never really aiming for anything. We're, we're aiming to do more books. More that, that's our dream. And that kind of goes into another question we got on Twitter from another person who asked this question, is there going to be more Metal Shark Bro? I can't, was that, that might have been one of the groups. Are we going to do more Metal Shark Bro? We're planning on doing more Metal Shark Bro. We're thinking some stuff out. But I mean, if an animated series comes down, you know, so many options are book, that would be cool. Um, because we would, we would just be able to sell more comics. Right. So we're okay with that. If that means we get to sell more comics or if they're willing to let us be, um, uh, and Walter, the three of us idiots, be in a writer's room, then we're totally okay with that. I don't even care so much about the writer's room thing. I, I do. I do. I know you do, but I mean, <laughs> you, that, you would let that be a deal breaker for you if somebody was like, hey, we really like this, we want to option it, cool, and you're like, hey, well, I want to be in the writer's I'm room. I'm not like, sure. It depends on where everyone else stands. Yeah, if you said, yeah, I would tell you to stick it up your hat with that one. I would not let you ruin our option deal because you want to be a TV writer. Um, it's not because I want to be a TV writer. Oh, well, it's because you want that TV money. Well, executive an executive producer credit. Well, that's a nice. different that's a different credit. We could probably get one of those. Um, then they me, have to pay you that that role as well. That's how yeah. TV works. But I will tell you that if it came down to like, hey man, we're gonna, we want to option this, we'd be stoked. Of course, we would be stoked because that would that would mean that someone else saw value in our in our work and the marketability of it. 
but it would also mean we would sell more comics, which would be cool. That would that's pretty much all we want to do is sell more comics. Yeah, and that's the main goal because if we sell more comics, then we can make more comics. And that goes into the idea of are we going to do more Metal Shark? Uh, Walter and myself had a very nice conversation the other day about doing some Metal Shark Bro. And we're thinking about doing like a 40 to 50 page Metal Shark Bro one shot somewhere sometime this year. We've been talking about that. So um, maybe talk, maybe we'll start – that'll start picking up some steam in like July. But for now – I don't know. We'll figure it out. And somebody else asked, is there going to be more Ninja Nuns? And I don't see why not. I mean, that's just a fun project to do. So I don't know. Yeah. Kevin and I are trying to do a lot this year. We have a lot of things shaken. Mainly to, to, to side answer the Ninja Nuns question, we've been doing a lot of pitching this year. So usually it's weird because we're kind of working backwards and we're not used to that. So it's a different way to work for us. Normally we, we write the whole script of whatever it is we're working on, at least the issue of it. And then we put it out there and find it well most of the time we'll start to have an idea to write something find whatever artist we're going to write it for so we can tailor it to that artist and then start working with an artist on something this year we've been pitching everything so we haven't found a single artist (laughs) it's been really weird it's been it's been strange for us because it's not how we do things we're used to getting things done like you know when we're focused on a project that's what we're focused on until that's done um, and it's very strange because pitching feels like you have a bunch of bullets in a shotgun and you're just shooting them all at publishers and hoping Kinda. some of them stick. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it's like. And it's weird, too, because I think this year, what is it, April already? I think I've only yes. I've only written like maybe 10 pages of actual scripts um, because we've just been pitching so much yep. because we're trying to get pitch stuff done. So that's definitely a weird feeling to be in April and we've only written 10 pages. And I think some of those pages were for Liana Kangas for like a mini comic that she wanted to do. And then some other of it was for uh, Brian Silverback's thing. Yeah. Uh, which Prime. Yeah. yeah the care, the care of prime thing, which is on Kickstarter right now that we have a story in. And to be honest with you, I didn't really write either one of those things. Kevin, you wrote a lot of that and I just kind of came in and, you know, edited and cleaned up a little bit and Dialogue. added some things here or there. You did you did stuff on both of them. We had ideas. But, yeah, but uh, the thing is, like, I feel like we haven't really sat down and, like, written anything this year. We've just done pitches. We've written what we've got. We sent out five pitches, and then we yeah. have three more in the hopper, and we have one that's finished that we're waiting for uh, the pitch package to be done. So we've done, like, eight pitches this year so far. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. It's so. weird. It's definitely backwards for us. Yeah, I'd I, I much rather working on something till we finish it because it's it's just the way we've always done things, and it, it's weird because this is five years in now. Like if if we'd have been doing this at first and then like learned to work this way, I think it'd be different. But it's just weird for me. I don't know. Is it weird for you? Eh, it's just weird that I feel like I'm not writing as much. Like I'm not I'm not scripting as much. I'm writing pitch documents and things of that nature. But I feel like I'm getting really good at writing pitch documents. Like I feel like the one log line I wrote for one of our pitches was was perfect. Like I feel like I smashed it. That was the best log line I've ever written. And so I mean, practice makes perfect, which is nice because I feel like we're getting better at pitching. So that's always cool. 
Yeah, so, I mean, we were we were decent, I would say, at scripting before, so I, I wouldn't worry about scripting. We're great, son. We're, I mean, Kevin, we're trying to get nominated for a Ringo Award. We got to have a little bit of of, of of swagger here with this. We're really good at just, writing. Your last sentence before this was, "We're not gonna win," so like, I'm just. But we just still have to fake it. We still have okay. to fake it till we make it, son. We great. We great. Well, I wouldn't go that far. We great, and we're okay. If if we win, we're just gonna get a little bit of the bubbly. We're like seventy percent. No, seventy. Ninety-two. You're saying nine. You're saying all right, all right. That's fine. Just coming up with a weird number. Ninety-two is good. Ninety-two percent is good. We have a question from Mario um, over on Twitter. He's a former guest of the Word Bros. You can find him at the other Mario C on Twitter. His question is wrestling related. His thoughts on the Miz's performance in the COVID era. The reality show counts. Kevin, I know you don't watch a lot of WWE. I've been wa- I watched a lot of WWE right before WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. I always get excited for WrestleMania. I have the Peacock Network because the office and soccer. So I watch a lot of Peacock. So I watched WrestleMania. And I thought I thought the Miz, I'm not a big Miz fan. Um, he had he won the title from Drew McIntyre and then lost it in a very cowardly, fun way the next night on Raw to Bobby Lashley in a cool, I thought that was pretty fun. Like they kept making matches and he kept coming out and like getting counted out and running around the ring and stuff and hiding. So it was real cowardly, but then he finally lost. And then he had a match against this rapper named bad bunny. I don't know. I don't, he, he did the song called Booker T. I guess he's like a newer hip hop artist. He had a song called Booker T. His stuff sold out all over the world. He's pretty popular, but he had a match against this like singer dude. And, Bad Bunny was very good, but he he looked a lot better because of the Miz. The Miz did a great job with it. I thought I was I've never been that impressed with the Miz's work before. And they put him back with John Morrison, the Johnny okay. Mundo guy. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. they do good work together. Like together, they're really enjoyable. So I have to say that for this like past four maybe three months, I've really enjoyed the Miz's work, and that's weird for me to say because I don't like that guy. And my 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 answer for you, Mario, is I'm not a fan of the Miz, and I don't watch the WWE product. Yeah, I watch only AEW. So I, the thing is, I really I'll always watch WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. I don't want to pay. A, I don't want to pay for their thing. I was watching NXT before that, and I, and you you had prompted me to watch NXT, and I started liking NXT, and then AEW came along, and I was like, I only have time for one wrestling product in my life. Like that's what I figured out. I tried to watch both. There's just not enough time in the week for both. Um, so I was like, I have to pick one, and if I'm gonna pick one, I'm gonna pick AEW. There you go. I like AEW as well. I think it's cool, but I think the Miz has been doing a good job, and that's a solid question, Mario. Really appreciate it. Thank you. But Luchasaurus is still the best. Yeah, he's doing good. <laughs> Can't go wrong with Luchasaurus. Uh, Joey wants to know, when is Dust Pirates going to be hitting the shelves? That's an interesting question because Kevin and I are talking about the Kickstarter for that uh, fairly soon. Yes, with, with Tony. Yes, with Tony Gregory and Josh uh, Jensen on Colors. Um, we're talking about doing that book pretty soon on Kickstarter and then hopefully putting it out through Scout Comics. It's just a matter of what we're going to Kickstart for and how we're going to go about it. With Kickstarter, there's always a planning phase that you really have to go into. If you don't sit down and plan out your Kickstarter and look at the other trends that are happening on a Kickstarter with books, you're really doing yourself a disservice. So that's what Kevin and I are kind of in the process of doing now. I would like to try to get the Kickstarter up and like 
the next like month or so for this book because I mean it's done it's just sitting there we just have to basically letter the first issue of that thing and see what we want to do with it do we want to do a single issue do we want to try to do the whole trade if we want to do a single issue how much are we can ask for yada 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 we've also talked about doing it as, as a cut up um, 72 page version and trimming yeah. the fat off of it so we've talked about different ways to do that story because the pitch version for it of course um, industry standard is like five issues yes well, now with now that we've we pitched it and um nobody nobody really wanted it we can do whatever we want with it so we're probably going to cut it up and do something like that because bob and i are both big fans of the way brubaker is doing pulp uh, brubaker and phillips are doing pulp so we're, we're a big fan of that 72 in and out um idea um we both like that a lot yeah so I don't see why we wouldn't start trying to do something like that. Man, okay. how good is Pulp? Like, holy smokes. That's your that's your favorite comic. Yeah, that's the best thing I've read in a really long time. I can't remember the last time I've read something as good as Pulp. Like, it was fantastic. I told Kevin this, that I was reading it in my bedroom with my kids. We're hanging out with my wife, and we were all kind of reading. And the kids, like, listening to you know, a podcast, like a stories podcast. They're listening to their podcast. I'm just sitting on the floor reading. And I finished the book, and I closed it. And I was like, fuck, that was amazing. And my kids were like, Daddy, you can't say that. I was like, no, you need to read this book. Like, it was that good. Like, this thing, <laughs> this thing was phenomenal. It was, it was outstanding. Everything about it was just wonderful i loved it and that's i'd say that's a fair appraisal of the book um i read it over the summer um it was august i believe when i read it so uh, this is my the savage shores right now yeah i get it yeah like golly pulp is so i feel like you could give pulp to someone who's never read comics and say read this like, oh, I don't like comics. I think superheroes are dumb. Read this. And it would just it just works on every level. Uh, it's it was such a beautiful book. It's I mean, it's beautifully illustrated and colored by uh what Sean Phillips and his son. Sean Phillips' yeah. kid colored the book. Yeah. Um it's just everything about it, like the pacing of it is so good. For a seventy two page story, the pacing is so good. Like, oh man, it's just everything about that book is just fucking phenomenal. I think our favorite books for, for both of those being our, our favorite books at, uh, of the time, they, they share certain things like the pacing on pulp and the pacing on these avatars. They're both very well paced. Um, the books are paced pretty perfect. And the action beats are, are you like that? And these avatars, I like the action beats and pulp mm-hmm. as well. Uh, it's, a, it's not silly comics action beats. It's more real action beats or yeah danger feels present in the action beats mm-hmm. in both of the stories. So I think they share a lot of things. Um, and the compactness of story in both of them is good. Um, well, the thing is, though, I mean, I feel Brubaker is able to to keep his beats and, and, and his pacing in a 72-page book, which could be pretty difficult. I mean, it's 72 pages. Like, you got to get your shit in. And he manages to get it in beautifully where, you know, these Savage Shorts is what, six issues? It's five. It's five issues, so you've got a little bit more room to play around with um, to kind of tell a bigger backstory and to kind of world build. But with Brubaker, I mean, he does all that kind of magically in the 72 pages. It's it's fantastic. Like, I can't stress it. It's the I best. I agree with you. It's, I, I just yeah. think that, that the thing I liked about these Savage Shores is, is that um, – Kumit Samar and, and Ram V give the story like this room to breathe that's yeah. not in a lot of horror stories. They they give you a lot of room. Like there's a lot of room in things. And like they let 
the imagery speak for things like there's a part where uh where the this british guy comes comes in and he's like oh i'm gonna go and find this thing in the woods that's doing this and i'm gonna do this yeah um and it ends on a different beat with him and it's perfect the way that that breathes out yeah because it's 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 basically i don't want to spoil it but it's basically not what he expected i'll say that so um there's that yeah it's good yes i agree it's good have you read anything else recently no I am going to read I have uh, got Fraction and um, I'm trying to remember who did the art on, on Adventure Man from Fraction and um, isn't that um, isn't that um, shit I was I, right I, on. I, I, it was on the top of my tongue too Fraction and I'm looking Hank Terry Dodson. Terry Dodson, Dodson, that's what it was. I always confuse him with um, Terry Moore. That's the problem. I, I wanted to see my brain kept on saying Terry Moore, and I was like, it's not Terry Moore. It's not Strangers in Paradise. Yeah. Um, but D- Dodson, yeah, and I, I have that. I got that, and it's a hardcover, so you know. <laughs> There's a yeah, theme. There's I have a theme here. And Little Bird, the book I told you to read, is not in hard. Is now they have a soft cover. Version. Well, well, well. Maybe I'll pick I, it up now I, since I, I don't. I, since I don't have to be seduced by the hardcover. You're, you're never seduced by the hardcover. I'm a cheapskate. That's, that's, that's a me thing. I'm a cheapskate. I'm I'm a notoriously a cheapskate. Like I'll look at a book and go, mm, hardcover. I'm not going to spend that for a hardcover. That's ridiculous. <laughs> My wife will get mad at me if I spend that kind of money on a book, Jack. Oh no, I I, I have money set aside for that. Like I. I you keeps are you saying you keep are you saying you keeps money? Oh yeah, I keep money set aside. Keep, you keeps books. money. You keeps, keeps money that. like that. I, I do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, back to the original question, I guess, which was, hey, yeah, um, uh, Dust Pirates will be out on Kickstarter pretty soon, hopefully. We're we're gonna try and do that. Yes, we are. Because we're, because we like Kickstarter, we like this book. We want it out there in the world. We think it's a really great book. Because when Kevin says nobody wanted it, we got pretty far along in the process of people not wanting it. They were just like, "Yeah, this is good. It's just not for us," which is fine. I'd rather hear, I'd rather hear that than nothing at all. Right, right, right. You know, totally. I, I didn't mean that. Like the book sucked and nobody wanted that. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't taking it that way. But I mean, you know, just trying to put it in. In in a more positive light, you know what I'm saying. It, the thing is, it, it's a like our our ideas are kind of weird at times, comparatively comics wise. So um, trying to pitch them gets difficult because there's always something underneath the original layer of whatever it is we have going on. Um, so with that one, it was it's definitely like a, a weird reimagining of Atlantis vibe that we have going on. So yeah. Um, trying to trim the fat off it to make it 72, 78 pages like we both like that idea we're just not sure if it's going to be completely possible to get in all the story beats that we need to get in for everything to make sense yeah so that's what we're that's where we're talking about 
at this point to see if we can if that can if that is possible then we'll probably do that well we can skip around stuff if we need to but i'm excited about the book it should be pretty cool yeah it's gonna be great and we we both we both enjoy working with tony Tony. yeah tony's wonderful we we love working with tony because tony brings his own ideas to the table and um he's got plenty of like really good ideas that when we sit down and something's in the script he's like well i've thought of this can i throw can i draw this in there and i'll always ask and it's always funny because all of our scripts start with if you find a better way to do this or you think of something cooler then just do it but tony's always super respectful and super fun to work with and he always asks what kind of tyrants have you worked for in the past that (laughs) refused to let you put in any of your own ideas can i do this (laughs) now it's got to be all mine absolutely not yeah, so. I don't think we've ever worked like that, so I don't think it, that would be a very strange way for us to work. I mean, I don't think I... I mean, when I first started doing comics, I didn't work that way because I had no fucking idea what I was doing. So it's like, <laughs> why would I be a tyrant about anything when it's like, I don't even know if I'm doing this right? Because there is that feeling when you're first starting, when you first put you know, your fingers to the keyboards and you start typing out panel one, page one, am I doing this correctly? So why would I, in my own kind of imposter syndrome uh, fantasy world of being a comics writer and i did air quotes but you might not see him air quotes why would i tell somebody else like absolutely not this is my vision this is how i want it done yeah you know i i I just think artists know more than we do about visual storytelling so at at times like we might imagine something one way and then the way that they do it it's going to be better like intrinsically almost every script we've written somebody has come up with something better than what we've come up with on the page so i think that's just how it works like yeah no that's how but that's how that's how and that's why comics are are wonderful to do yes because i have a vision and kevin a lot of the times your vision and my vision kind of line up but an artist might not see things that way and their way is usually better than whatever we thought. Yeah, and like, and some, and sometimes we'll get cases of, you know, uh, we're completely off base, and somebody goes, no, 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 you need to, you need to cut this back, and that's where it's good to have an editor, and that's where it's good to have all these other people involved. So, you just can't rule the roost. You're not your own dude. You're not your own guy. You're not your own. Uh, you know, you're not an expert. You need people who can help you polish up your turd, if you will. And 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 that's the beauty of working with talented, uh, you know, writers, other writers like you, Kevin, and and, and editors and artists. And, you know, and is, comics. The beauty of comics itself is when you get that finished page back, and it's not what you imagine, but it's better. It's kind of like Christmas. It's kind of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I when I had something in my head, it was it was something like this but this is better than what i had in my head and that's what tony consistently did with dust pirates so yeah that's what walter consistently did with metal shark bro yeah so um we've been lucky to work with really talented people so but yeah man um and i guess that's kind of about it right like all the questions i think we have yeah we we answered all the questions you can find us on twitter word bros podcast um, you can go to our website, thewordbros.com. You can buy our books there. You can check out all of our old episodes. We've had some really good guests lately, and next week won't be any different. We'll have, uh, we have Teddy Leo, who is an editor at Aftershock, who's going to come on the podcast, so that'll be fun. And then after Teddy, we have Erica Schultz. So, yep. Yeah, I believe Erica Sh- 
And May 5th. Yeah, Erica Schultz is coming up on the show. We're going to talk to her about her new Kickstarter, so that'll be fun. Uh, we just got a lot of cool stuff shaking, a lot of cool things happening, and we're just trying to keep on keeping on making these comics. Um, yes, I really don't have anything else to say. I'm kind of good. I'm going to go upstairs maybe eat some cereal. Um, what? That sounds... Are you, is, it's 420, so you're going to get stoned in these here? No, I don't smoke weed. <laughs> I was teasing Please. <laughs> I haven't done that in, you know, fucking 15 years. I was just being an asshole. I, um, can't, e- I can't even remember the last time I, I, I've, I've gotten high. I, it's been, it's probably been like 13, 14 years. I think I had an edible at Heroes one year. Somebody gave me an edible something. You don't even remember? Nope. Nope. I don't remember. I had an edible something at Heroes. Was that were, were was I with you, or was this the one year I wasn't there? No, you were there. You were there that year. Word. We were there together. Together, but I but I was at it was after the Weston. Someone's like, "Do you want one of the?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. Why not? It's chill time. Like, might as well do it." Yeah, bro. But it was it was an edible, so it it it, it took slower to hit, and it lasted until I went to bed, and then oh, nice. uh, when I woke up the next day, it was gone. Um, yeah, I've never, yeah, never, I, I don't know, man. Like, there was a stretch where I weed would make me real paranoid. Like, I'd smoke <laughs> that paranoid weed, and I just didn't yeah. like it. And I always thought that I was going to have, like, a heart attack and stuff. Did you ever get that? Like, your heart no. would just start racing and stuff? I get super, super quiet, and it freaks everyone out. Like, what is Kevin? So, what's Kevin doing? He's that's so what people say. Like, what are you doing? You're so quiet, like, over there. You're not normally this quiet. And I go... Contemplating the universe, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't do that. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go upstairs and eat cereal. Just remember, go and vote for best humor comic, Metal Shark Brown. www.ringoawards.com. Yep, that's us. Best humor comic, and and we'll we promise shenanigans if we get nominated. Yeah, so, not too many though. Us? Not because no. we don't want Ringo Awards to hear and go. We're not going to nominate these dicks because they're going to do something stupid. No, no, no. We're, no it'll no, be no. it'll be good natured fun. We're not doing Kanye shenanigans. We're not yeah. going to go up there and interrupt somebody else's stuff. Maybe we'll. Do dr- you want to dress as the Lucha Bros? And like we, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a Phoenix mask. I uh, know. I want to be Pentagon. Why do you want to be Pentagon? Because that's my boy. Uh, no, that's not your boy. You like Phoenix. Brother. I like them both, but Ray, uh, but Pentagon's my dude. <laughs> Because uh, when I used to watch What's It Called, I used to... Uh, you like the, 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 the whole arm-breaking... Uh, dude, that was my jam. Because I love Pentagon from Lucha Underground. Yes. Where he was like a crazy bad person he breaking like every... Dario Cuerto's hitman or whatever. Yeah, he was like yeah. breaking people's arms and stuff, and he was fantastic. Then he came back as Pentagon Dark, and that was awesome. And he always had those crazy ladder matches and stuff. Yeah, I love Pentagon Junior. I think he Penta Penta Cero Miedo, I guess his name now. Penta El Cero Miedo. And I and I love the gimmick that he has now with the translator. That's awesome. That's a good gimmick. Penta says. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, awesome. It's great. Yeah, I, I, but that's a, one more reason why I like AEW. Yeah, we'll, we'll dress as something. Yeah, I, we, we, and it's not to like. Um, I don't know what the. Disrespect? Yes, disrespect the Ringo Awards. That's not for that. It's just for fun. Yeah. Because we don't expect to actually win. But if we if we actually won and did that, that would be we would be crazed weird people that night. You'd never hear the end of it. 
<laughs> there would be lots of Hawaiian pizza in our Never hear the night. end of it. Like we, you know, we would just kind of hang out in our hotel room and watch Japanese wrestling and just be really excited about it. With but the yeah. Ringo Awards on the TV and, yeah. and, and Instagram and that. Yeah. That's what would, that's what would happen, yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what happened, probably. Yeah, but you'd never hear the end of it. But yeah, so anyway, um, we hope everyone has a wonderful week. Next week, we have Teddy Leo coming on from Aftershock, and then we have Erica Schultz coming on as well. So we've got a lot of good shows coming up. If you have any questions for us, feel free to hit us up on on, uh, on the Twitter there, Word Bros Podcast. You can hit us up on Facebook or our new Facebook group, Bros of the Word Bros. So many places you can find us, and uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, thanks. And we'll talk to you next week with Teddy Leo from Aftershock Comics. Be good, have fun, stay safe, wear your mask and stuff. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.